What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Unsponsored Podcast. We keep on taking these one-week breaks. Um, and the, the best explanation that we have for you guys is that we're just very busy, very, very important people. So I guess we'll kind of update you guys on what we've been up to since then. Zach, I mean, it's been two weeks since they've heard from us. They probably thought we were dead. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, last week I got my second dose Moderna shot on Monday. Um, so come, come Tuesday morning, I'd work, right? I woke up and I just felt like complete shit. And I was like, damn, man. And I was like, well, I can't call in cause no one's going to be able to cover at this time. It's too, too short of notice. So I thugged it out, went to work. Um, that same day I actually had a paper due that night, uh, because I didn't know. But um, there was a paper due Sunday, and I didn't know. And then it was like 9 o'clock Sunday, and I checked my email, and I was like, oh, shit, I have a paper due tonight. And it said, oh, we're getting an extension to Tuesday. I was like, okay, bet. So I went home, still felt like shit, took like an hour nap. That hour nap, like, changed me, dude. I, like, <laughs> I, like, felt, I like, felt like completely normal. I was like, dude, nothing. I feel like no more, like, achiness or soreness or just, like, tired. Like, my body wasn't tired at all. I just woke up, and I just, I just like, I just grinded out that paper. Uh, I, I felt fine for like the rest of the night. I don't, you know, it was just like the, the end of the, of Monday night after I got the shot, my arm was like feeling sore. And then I woke up like Tuesday morning, like 6am and I'm like, why am I up at 6am? And it just felt like I was sick. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess this is just the shot. Like, you know, completely messing up with my whole body, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I feel like I'm just freezing, even though I'm wrapped with like my four blankets I have on my bed, uh, just chilling there. I'm just like, all right, well, I have another like three hours of sleep and I couldn't sleep for another like three hours. So I could, cause I kept waking back up. Cause I just felt like, dude, this fucking sucks. Um, <clears throat> I did drink a lot of water Gatorade throughout the day, throughout the day. Uh, the electrolytes helped. I am pretty sure. Um, but that was, that was like early last week, uh, for the rest of the week, I was just, just chilling. Just went to work like one more time on Saturday, this past Saturday. Uh, didn't do much. Just stayed home, class, you know, whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess there we are now. Monday, I got a COVID test because tomorrow I'm getting another procedure for my keratoconus <laughs> in my eye. So this is, so this is, uh, so we're recording this on a Wednesday. So, so, so tomorrow, Thursday, <laughs> when this episode releases, you'll be. So here's the disappointing thing. Well, I guess, okay, you know what? We'll say this for later. Uh, I, I was going to ask for your assistance with something, but obviously you won't be able to help. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, though. When we take absences, I feel like people might be wondering, like, oh, yeah, I wonder if they're up to anything cool, the six people who listen to the show. And, Absolutely not. And, and that's never the case. <laughs> that's literally never the case. Like, I mean, we don't do anything. We don't do anything cool. I mean, like, it's always just something. It's always something, like, routine that gets in the way. So, I mean, like, it's good that you get the vaccine. And, dude, it really does kick your ass, right? Like, like, I mean, people said that Pfizer wasn't as big of an ass kicking as Moderna. Uh, I beg to differ. Pfizer kicked the shit out. Like the second <laughs> dose kicked my ass. And, 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 the, and the dumb thing about it is, is that it took 10 hours to kick in. You know, it's like you get the shot and you're just like, oh, cool. I'm built different. And then like 10, 12 hours later, you're like, oh, man, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And then next thing you know, you're just out. So like, yeah, I, your sleep schedule being messed up. That's something that kind of happened to me. And it kind of just seems like 
little like these little small little people are just punching you right like over your body like it's just these body aches won't go away they're hitting you right in the most sensitive spots like on your legs and stuff like that especially in my legs like for some reason my legs like really really felt it that's where most of my body aches were uh, my mom said the same thing like in my mom my mom was fine for 24 hours after it after the second <laughs> dose then it hit so she thought she was out of the woods right she thought oh it's been more than a day i'll be fine dude dude a day after she got her shot she was just she was just out like just couldn't even get out of bed i didn't talk to her for like a day <laughs> it, it really it really it really kicked her ass like she she was so confused. She was just like, wait, when did, when did you, when did you start body aching and stuff? And I was just like, ah, I was like probably like 10, 12 hours afterwards. And she got the Pfizer just like me. And she was just like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's been like 12 hours and I'm not hurting yet. So maybe I'm in good shape. I was like, yeah, maybe dude, 12 hours later out. Didn't hear from her for like a day. So, um, dude, it's a, hey, it's, it's, it's good though. Now, uh, we're all vaccinated. Basically, mm-hmm. our entire family is vaccinated. Yep. According to the CDC guidelines, we can all gather. We can all gather now with without breaking rules. We can all that the plan that we talked about how we're just gonna all show up to grandma's house with with uh with the lanyards with our laminated uh, vaccination cards. Yep. We're gonna do that. Yep. You know, like it's gonna be it's gonna be one big fat party. Um actually, dude, grandma just called me though. She so she called me and left a voicemail that was three seconds and I was like okay well that's out of character of her usually she yells at us in a, in the voicemail tries to get our attention even though voicemails on cell phones don't work like that um for more than three seconds yeah for more than, and for much longer than three seconds <clears throat> usually it's at least forty five seconds um so I called her back actually before before I I fired up the Zoom and and I could like barely even hear her because I think <laughs> the the service is just the thug mobile service around around her house is just not very good and she said something about food and bringing home food and i was just like uh, yeah, uh, yeah okay all right <laughs> <laughs> yep see you later um so yeah um thanks bung big shout out to her we love you um i gave her fries yesterday from jack's or meats oh nice what'd she say she said i can eat these on the way to trader joe's <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, my mom, you know, what my mom says she's just like, she's just like, yo, like your grandma's so bored all the time. She just cooks and everything she cooks has so much. She it has. It just has so much fat. Yeah. Like, like my mom's just, just mom's just like, why go, why go, go, why, yeah, dang, don't go to eat out of bad. No, 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 why you know, and she's just like. <laughs> She's just like, oh my god! Like, why is she eating so much fat? And I'm just like, I don't know, mom. I mean, I kind of feel like when you're cooped up in the house for you, you can't go anywhere. That's what you're gonna do. And so she thinks that she thinks that her grandma's like not in ideal shape right now because of all the all the fatty foods that she cooks. But I don't know. I I, I beg to differ. She's about to turn yeah. eighty. She turns, she's about to turn eighty in three months, and she looks fantastic for eighty. So I'm <laughs> maybe that maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's maybe that's a maybe that's the fountain of youth. Um. Everyone knows that fat means energy. There's energy stored exactly. in fat. Exactly. Yeah. And then so everybody it's giving else her more energy. And then everybody else knows that muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah. So you don't want muscle because it's just going to make you weigh more. And then once exactly. you tip the scales, you're you're one step closer to obesity. Also, the other thing that we know is that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> yeah. 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 DNA ever... stands for deoxyribonucleic acid. Yes. Don't ever forget that. Yep. Never forget that, kids. This yeah. is the kind of stuff we learned in school, except for, you know, we learned that we learned that kind of stuff in school 
instead of learning about how to do our taxes and how to invest yeah. in the stock market and stuff like that. So it, it was for a reason, damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, big shout out to grandma. Uh, she's got plenty of food waiting for us, I guess. I don't know. I couldn't really tell the reception was breaking up, but I guess, <laughs> I guess we'll find out soon enough. Um, all right. So you just had your first surgery on your eye last month. This is surgery number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we feeling? Uh, well, I know I'm gonna have to charge my, uh, my headphones, my power beats, um, just so I can just cue up music and sit there for the, like an hour and a half to two hours. I'm going to be there for while they're mutilating uh, your eye. Yeah. Well, I'm just literally just staring at the ceiling at a, at, at a light and I can't do anything about it because mm. I just have a clamp just holding it there. Um, it's yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just the, the biggest worry for me is just that like, and this happened last time. I was just like, dude, what if I have to pee? What if I got to take a shit? Dude. And like, I'm and it's and the procedure just started and I can't get out of it because they just started everything. And I'm just like, dude, what if I shit my pants? What, what if, if I, what sh- if, yeah, what if that was the only option? Like, what if, yeah, you told what if them that, what if they, what if you told them that they're just like, well, you're going to shit your pants, kid. Yeah. They're like, you know, it won't. Yeah. Too bad. And it's like, well, okay, fine. Um, yeah. Okay. So I mentioned the COVID test on Monday, right? I remember last time I talked about the COVID test and I thought I was like, it doesn't feel bad. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It was just a weird feeling. And I was like excited, low key, just to get it again. Uh, well, Monday kind of changed everything because the lady who gave me my COVID test again, uh, we, I went into Point West, went into that really creepy. Into, into freaking ground zero. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you went into, you went into the freaking upside down from stranger things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I walked in that room. I'm like, God damn it. This is still so freaky. <laughs> so and then, and then, and then, and it's all, okay. So it, it, what happens is it's always an elderly person in front of me who goes in and it's their first time getting the test. Mm-hmm. And then the ladies are just like, all right, you're going to sit over here. And they just look, they just like scared out of their mind. Cause yeah. they're like, dude, I could die. And then no one's going to know. Cause we're in this creepy ass room. No, you can't, it's probably, you know, noise noise cancellation like the noise cancellation and there's, Dude, there, there's absolutely no way like if you were thrashing around in there and throwing shit and screaming for your life there's no way somebody from the outside could hear you the that, only that, time you would be able to hear if the person just opens the door yeah that's it that's, it that's it that's it yeah but if they close that thing and they shut it oh you're screwed there's no way that that there's no way that that room is not soundproof <laughs> yeah it's it's so scary and okay so i think what it was was the lady because i said it was my first time they made it just just seamless just harmless you know everything was just you know, hunky dory. I went in there Monday. The lady was in there. She goes, okay, well, you know, you know, the, you know, the procedure. She just like, just lower your mask a little bit. I'm like, okay. And she just shoves the con swab just up my nose. And then she's like, all right, one, two, three. She just counts it down. And then she just rips it out. And she goes, all right, next nostril. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, I, I, I left there. I left there in tears. I left there in tears because I was just like, this is the worst. I was like, how could she just do it? So like, you know, inhumane, dude. I literally, she, she doesn't know the power that she wields. Yeah. I just like, dude, okay. You know what? And I, I should have just like, you know, take off the hazmat. This is my turn. Give me it. And I'm just like, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to do what I'm going to do. What you did to me. Okay. You need to feel what I feel <laughs> yeah. lady. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, yeah, no, that on top of the fact that the place that, where they take those <laughs> tests at, is just absolutely terrifying. Like the fact that they just, they show no mercy in there. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess the person who administered my test when I went in there and got it was, I mean, she was fine. She was, she was, she was, she was cool about it, but I'm wondering if it would have been any different if I was just like, oh, no, this is my second time. I've had a test before. I'm built yeah. different. Should have been like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically what she goes. Okay, well, just lower your mask. And I lowered it. And she goes, and then she's like, all right, here's, she's like, all right, 
your first nostril 10 seconds and then she just kind of did down i'm like dude this is fucking awful oh my like, god this, dude this is the worst yeah i just i i don't ever i don't ever want to experience that ever again you, you, okay have you heard about the 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 have you heard about tests that they've been experimenting with that are actually administered through your butthole as opposed to your nose <laughs> which okay so apparently apparently no. <laughs> apparently apparently that was a thing like a few months ago that i heard about and honestly dude with the stuff that's going on with my butthole and how and how used i am with i mean i, I literally just had a colonoscopy it's just like dude put it in my i just stick some on my butt honestly like i no and, homo. You know, yeah no no yeah no homo we're pausing that yeah. but, I, but i'm cool with that because like i'm just it's the the nose for some reason it's just like dude stay like the, okay your nose and your eyes right yeah. like keep shit away from those two things like i don't want any i don't want anything near them like anything near them anything up my nose anything near my eyes or that could go into my eyes it's very very bothersome the reflex you know that 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 the the, the just the impulsive reflex that you have when somebody just gets close to like that area of your face like just like no 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 it's already allergies yeah exactly but if so, but if i'm just but if i'm just out you know, yeah. if you can kind of put me out or put me on, on, you know, so I guess this would make it more complicated, but it's just like, but if it's more accurate. So the thing is, is somebody said that that testing is more accurate, <laughs> which I don't like, I, I've yet to have that explained to me. I would like for somebody to explain it to me. Like some, somebody should try to explain that to me because I, I don't, I don't know how it's more accurate, but uh, if it is, I'd rather do that than the nose. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I know a lot of people, I, I know a lot of people who will be listening to this and be like, what the hell is Drew's problem? I don't have a problem. You have a problem. Like, why haven't you, why haven't you come, why haven't you come to terms with the fact that you have a butthole? You know, like it, it, it can be used for more than just one thing. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, something can get out. Something can definitely get in. Yes. So. We're pausing that though. We're pausing yeah, that, that as is, well. That is also true. Yep. Yeah. No homo. Um, <laughs> I've just incriminated myself so badly. <laughs> People are going to dig this up years from now. I've been like, Hey, this guy's gay. You know, this guy, this guy for sure likes butt play. Yeah, he, um, he's, he's a butt stuff guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but 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 I'm not. And if you're into that kind of stuff, more power to you. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm I'm not, though. It's just it's just I've had I've, I've had more than my fair share of of medical things happening down there that it's just like it's just I'm, I'm numb to it now. Um, not quite literally, but if you numbed me up, then I could deal with it. Um, you know what? Let's just move on because I was weird. Uh, here's the, OK. So here's the thing. Tomorrow, Zach. So by the time this by the time this episode releases, um, we will be roughly four or five hours away from the NFL draft. Now, when our good friend Abaduba Smith, aka Abriel Jenkins, was on the show talking about the Niners, we we mentioned a video that someone that <laughs> we're familiar with created last year when the Raiders made their pick, and he wasn't a fan of it. And since we don't post our clips online. I'll, I'll try my best to illustrate this video to you. And, and if, and, and if you want to see the video, I have it. Uh, I will send it to you. Just reach out to me. I'll send it to you. But uh, this particular person who's a Raiders fan, wasn't a fan of their pick last year in the first round. And so he, he set up his phone in front of his television to record him, his brother and his father sitting on the couch waiting for the pick to be announced. And when the pick was announced, he started freaking out, like literally like full on, like tantrum, freaked out, like, like got up, threw his hat on the ground with force, like with veracity. And he just starts going, why? <laughs> why? Oh my gosh, why? And his brother's sitting there kind of just chill. He's kind of just like, ah, damn it. You know, kind of just claps his hands. And then his dad is holding up 
<laughs> a Raiders flag and just slowly drops it. Like throughout the course of the video, he just slowly, it just slowly just descends as, as, uh, as our, as our good friend who was recording the video was freaking out and like walked out of the room. So I was looking to recreate that video. You, however, are going to be in cyborg mode uh, or Pegasus mode or Cyclops mode, whichever, whichever, whichever one you want to choose. Um, at the time of the draft, I'll probably be hibernating. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the draft is at five o'clock. Now the Niners, yeah, it. the Niners have the third pick. The Niners will probably pick like somewhere around like five forty or something like that because the NFL draft is absolutely absurd and they milk the shit out of that thing. It's supposed to be ten picks. It, it, I'm sorry, ten minutes per pick. They'll do like ten minutes, and then they'll be like All commercial right, break. No, yeah. So then, so, so, <laughs> so they'll, they'll they'll do the they'll do the pick. They'll 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 talk about the guy who was just picked. And then they'll interview the guy who was just picked. Then as the interview is happening, that's when they start the clock for the next team. So it doesn't actually, it doesn't actually go 10 minutes after 10 minutes after 10 minutes. It's like 10 minutes and you get like a five minute grace period. Then the next 10 minutes start. Uh, and then they throw in like a commercial break or something like that. And commercial breaks, of course, on national television are long as hell. So yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be watching that. We're going to be watching that draft online. It's going to be like, it's going to be like, it starts at five. We probably won't be done with it till like 10 p.m which is just absurd um but uh, roughly around 5 45 they'll be making their pick i i would imagine and uh yeah you'll be you'll be out of commission so what i was gonna have you do and i had it all planned up okay is i have a tripod for my phone obviously you know that because i put that on there to do my self-tape stuff for my for my auditions um i was gonna set that up in front of my tv the tv out in the front room is right next to the front door so i was gonna open the front door I was going to have you, I was going to move up one of the couches. I was going to have you stand behind the couch with the Colin Kaepernick jersey <laughs> and hold it up like this while I sat on the couch in, ex- in extreme anxiety, right? And then, when the, and then when the pick is announced, I was going to get up, throw off the hat that I was wearing, and go, oh my gosh, why, why? And then I was going to walk out the front door. <laughs> as you slowly drop the jersey as i'm freaking out um and the thing is is i likely will be freaking out like that because the niners look like they're gonna they're gonna pick mac jones now if you're following the draft if you're a niners fan you know look there's so many more sexy picks there right like the niners gave up a lot of picks to go up to number three and to get a quarterback justin fields and trey lance are there uh justin fields from ohio state trey lance from north dakota state uh they instead are going to pick the they're going to they're pick the one quarterback in this draft that's got a DUI on his record. And somebody just posted a video of him, like probably coked out like at a party. Like, I, I like he he just seems like personality wise, like I mean he's young, but he's kind of he seems like kind of a jackass. Now his numbers were great last year at Alabama, but he just seems like every typical quarterback in the league that we've seen over the past few years. And then when you watch football nowadays, um. I mean, dude, you had Tyree Kill on your team last year for fantasy football, right? He goes Zoom. Yeah, he goes Zoom. Who's throwing him the ball? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Now, Pat Mahomes isn't exactly a burner in any sense of the word, but the guy's super mobile, right? Like, he just knows how to use his legs. He uses them when he needs to. Um, and and is just so big and strong <clears throat> that he's just hard to take down, and he's just super elusive in the pocket and when he rolls out and whatnot, right? There are two guys right there in Justin Fields and Trey Lance who – 
who I mean, like no nobody's should be compared to Mahomes, but those guys have like some qualities that are like close to what Mahomes can do. Uh, but it seems like from everything that everybody's reported, it seems like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, uh, the head coach and the GM of the Niners, are probably going to go with Mac Jones, who's not not any of those things. He just kind of stands <laughs> there and he just you know he stands there and he throws the ball and everybody's like, oh, he's a quick processor. He gets the ball out really quick. Um, cool. Um, <laughs> that's not exactly what's been winning a lot of games in the NFL these last couple of years. Like we've kind of moved away from the traditional quarterbacks. Uh, although Tom Brady, who's a complete and total machine, just won another Super Bowl. Um, he's a little different though. He's built a little different. He's like the goat. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know, but if they do pick Mac Jones, that's probably going to be my, that's probably going to be my visceral reaction. It's just immediately, I'm just going to be like, oh my gosh, why? And I'm going to freak out my dogs. Like whenever I yell, my dogs get really scared. So like, I'm, 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 it's it's probably going to happen. It's probably going to happen. And I was going to ask for your help to assist me with this video. Um, But seeing as how, if I try to have you stand up tomorrow, you'd probably get all woozy and just like, you know, have no sense of balance since you only have one eye. Right. And you might still be on some sedatives or anesthesia. It might be a bad idea. Um, Probably not. I'll probably just take a Tylenol. (laughs) Uh, They give me, okay. So, so the prescriptions they give me are just like some eye drops I have to take. And then just like, just to, like a higher amount of like ibuprofen. And then like, they gave me a Norco. They gave me Norco. Nice. And I have not touched it because there's no need for it. Because oh, my, nice. my eye does not hurt that much. Um, cool. Hey, let me buy those off you. You know, we should be talking about that. It's very illegal. Um, <laughs> we can go to jail for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, so well, I could pull up. I mean, look. For the bit, I, I really will. I would only be needing you for like 10, like 10 minutes max. I, I'm going to have everything set up. I have I have a sleeping mask that I've been using mm-hmm. to only cover one of my eyes. Oh, with, that, so you've made like a you've made like a like a hodgepodge like or like like a makeshift like eye patch out of it. Essentially, um, you know, even when I wake up, the eye patch the the the, the sleeping mask didn't exactly stay on my 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 eye that I would wake up with. Okay, uh, but I mean, I guess it I guess it it, it gets the job done. Um, so I could use my makeshift eye patch for a pull up to your house, have the Colin Kaepernick Jersey. And then when, it, when, when you, when you walk out, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop the Jersey and then I'm going to kneel. <laughs> and then start Millie. Ro- no, drop the Jersey and start Millie rocking yeah. or, like, or like, or like hit a dab or something like that. Or do yeah. the, or do the, or do, or do the coochie man. <laughs> <laughs> do the coochie man shout out to ty yeah. vineyard yeah yeah ty vineyard one of the three reasons why i would ever even go on the tiktok app um yeah man you got options you got options you got options after that happens yeah. i guess we'll see i guess it depends on how you feel I'll, I'll be ready though i'm not i'm not doing anything like i'll just i'll just be waiting i'll just be waiting i'll just be waiting for that for the draft to happen so if you want to come by and if you want to if you want to help me with that bit which by the way is gonna be one of the dumbest things i've ever done let's face it like this is this is this is such a specific thing that we're making fun of that many people don't even like a lot, like basically nobody knows about outside it's of five like people. Who knows yeah, it's, it. like, it's like five people who are aware of it. Um, <laughs> it, it probably wouldn't even be worth the energy to do it, but, uh, but I, I'm, I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. Um, I have nothing better to do anyways. So yeah, up to you, dude, up to you. Um, yeah. And, and just a disclaimer, look, if the, if the Niners pick Mac Jones, here, here's the thing. I, 
am so confident in Kyle Shanahan as an offensive coordinator and as a head coach and just as a genius offensive mind that I'll, I'll, I'll trust him with whatever pick he makes. But I do have a preference. I'm sure lots of <laughs> dude, apparently Niners Twitter is like a freaking dumpster fire. Like it is incredibly toxic. Like, you know how, like we always talk about how the Kings fan base is super toxic and that we can't get along on anything. Okay. Uh, for whatever reason, look, when the Niners were good in the early 2010s, people seem to all get along. People, people seem to always be like, oh yeah, this is awesome. You know, Jim Harbaugh, Frank Gore, Patrick Willis, Alex Smith, all those guys, like that group of guys, everybody loved them. Everybody was agreeable on who's, who should be playing and yada, yada, yada. For some reason, two years ago, when, when the Niners had their magical run, well, I guess a year and a half ago, when the Niners had, had their magical run to the Super Bowl and had probably the best season I've ever seen from the Niners as, 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 as a fan in my lifetime, uh, a lot of people were disagreeing on a lot of things. And that toxicity has now seeped through on social media to this pick. And you and I are so used to seeing Kings fans being so stupid on social media and always complaining and always like fighting one another about what should, what should we should, what, what should the Kings do or not do and who should be playing and who should be playing and yada, yada, yada. Um, it's getting a little exhausting. So I think part of me just wants tomorrow to be over with. Uh, but the other part of me is worried because if Mac Jones is the pick, I'm telling you right now, See right now, like Niners Twitter is going to burn. We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it just completely crumble. Like I, after the pick is announced, I'm just excited to go the, to the Instagram page for the Niners and just go to the comments of the, (laughs) of the post where it says Mac Jones is the number three pick and, uh, and, and just see people just completely flame them up. But Right now, I'm working on manifesting. You and I, you obviously know, uh, and and those of you listening to the episode with Adam Duba know that we manifest a lot of things. Um, we're right now manifesting Trey Lance, North Dakota State quarterback. So, if you guys would like to contribute, I mean, I know you guys only have like four or five hours before you before the draft starts. Listen to, uh, you know, when this episode is posted. But if you're willing to sacrifice something, you know, uh, get out like a garbage can, throw some of your memorabilia, some of your some of your keepsakes and stuff like that, and burn them in your trash. Uh, do a seance. Uh, or if you want to sacrifice, like, I don't know, like a goat or maybe like, you know, small critters, if you can get like a, if you get your hands on like, you know, roadkill type animals, skunks, oh, those are stinky, I guess, possums. Uh, if you can find like a squirrel, you could sacrifice, uh, if you want to just make a blood oath. So just slice your hand. So if, for those of you who've seen your, uh, those, those of you guys who've seen the hangover when Zach Galifianakis' character, like just slices his hand and, and, and does the, the blood oath, um, for the wolf pack uh do that as well we need all the energy that we can get but we're manifesting trey lance uh so hopefully you guys listen to this before the draft and you guys help us out by manifesting trey lance um yeah whichever pick they make i'm sure kyle shanahan's gonna make them look good it's just two guys seem to seem to be the gooder choice gooder not a word uh and one doesn't seem quite as good so I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm, I've been a little stressed out about this ever since the Niners have made the trade, but here we are less than 24 or from, at this point, at least uh, 24 hours away from the draft. So uh, by the time this is, by the time this is out, we'll be pretty close to the pick and uh, we will all freak out accordingly, no matter what happens. All right. Little Jaden Zachariah, the Kings, the fuck's their problem. <laughs> That's my question for you. Tell us their problem. Go ahead. Explain. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't watched the Kings game in maybe like two weeks. Um, 
I just see that we're we're beating teams we shouldn't be and losing to teams that we should be beating. That is what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. I just don't understand. Like, why the Kings were on a nine game losing streak now? And I was just talking to my friend about this the other night. This is the definition of mediocrity right here. The Kings have had two nine game losing streaks this season. I don't even know when the last time that I mean, like, I'm sure it's not that uncommon because there's so many bad teams every now and then right like i mean i i could think back to like that bobcats team from the lockout season god you know we mentioned them before they suck you know there, there have been some pretty bad teams that just can't win games and i'm sure i've gone on much longer losing streaks that next team I, from like 2014 2015 a really random one with like chase oh and yeah, like, yeah, yeah 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 and then and then there that was the team that was just waiting on all those picks to convey from, yeah yeah boston yeah or no, no, no. Yeah, that was the team that lost all the picks to Boston because they traded them for like KG and Paul Pierre. Oh my God. Yeah, what a horrible mm-hmm. trade. Um, here's the thing. The Kings have had two separate nine-game losing streaks this season. Had they gotten had they gotten to 10 games, it would have been the first time since like 1998 that they've been on a 10-game losing streak. Now I'm going to ask you, Zach, given how bad this franchise has been over the majority of that time since 1998, wouldn't you have expected to have had one 10 game losing streak since then. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't uh, during the times where, you know, throwing out like Samuel Dallenbear and like Spencer Hawes. <laughs> and like, yeah. Pujetter, just Dante green. Uh, Bobby Remember Brown. those guys, Kings oh, fans. Oh my God. Jason Thompson playing heavy minutes. Fran- yeah. Francisco Garcia was Om- Omri Caspi the first time around. Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. So that's the thing is, in 2008-2009, the Kings fired, I believe it was Reggie Theus, and then Kenny Nat took over. The Kings went 17-65. and 65. They had the best odds for the number one pick. And of course, since the Kings are a cursed franchise, they end up with the number four pick, which is, by the way, the lowest possible pick you can get when you have the best odds. Uh, that was back with the old lottery odds, but... You know, and we ended up with Tyreek Evans, who ended up being rookie of the year. But after that, not much else. Now he's out of the league because he's dealing with stuff. If you want to look it up, look it up. Um, who was uh, the number one pick that year? Blake Griffin. That's what it was, yeah. And you know what? Blake Griffin could have helped us out a lot <laughs> in a multitude of ways. Like, obviously, number one is put butts in seats, right? Um, yeah. And and maybe help us get a new arena and kind of turn. We were supposed to be Lob City. Yeah, we we should have been Lob City. Now Chris <laughs> Paul never would have wanted to come to Sacramento, but I mean, we could have found maybe we could have found like another. Yeah, we had like Aaron Brooks coming in. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron Brooks came like two, three years later. You know, Aaron Brooks could have been throwing the lobs to Blake Griffin. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that should have been us. Basically, is what we're trying to say. Um, and I mean, even then, it's like the number three pick was James Harden. Steph Curry was on the board still at number four. Johnny Flynn? Paul George. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Paul George was the 2010 draft. Was Steph Curry 2009? I think he was 2009. 2009, yeah. 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 Johnny so, Flynn? Jo- yeah, dude. Ricky Rubio. Dude, Ricky Rubio, dude. I mean, <laughs> why, don't you, why, why doesn't somebody talk to Glenn Taylor and David Kahn and ask? I still want to know why, 11 years later, why did they draft two point guards back to back? That's what I want to know. Uh, we, we might never know the answer to that. But uh, shout out to Ricky Rubio, who, by the way, is only one year older than I am. And it seems like he's been in the NBA for 57 years. and <laughs> He's still balling out. So big shout out. to and him. It looks like Jesus always has always yeah. has. But once the beard came in all the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had the man bun going. Yeah. Yeah. When he slicked his hair back when he was in Utah. Yep. That was that was when you're just like, OK, OK. Yeah. I mean, this guy can't shoot the basketball a lick, but he can do everything else. And he yeah. distributes like Jesus. So there you go. Um, yes. 
What a weird draft. But the Kings got the rookie of the year from that draft. After that, nothing. 17 and 65, though, Zach. And over the course of a 17 and 65 season, they never once went on a 10-game losing streak. That's amazing to me. That's like mind-boggling. And to think that in every other year during that stretch, they didn't have a single 10-game losing streak. You know what that is? That is literally the definition of mediocrity. That is that is a team that is bad but won't admit that they're bad and just go full-on tank. And yet instead, they try to put Band-Aids on huge gashing wounds. You know, like that's the kind of mentality that this team has had over the past two decades that has led to this. Because, look, obviously having the having the worst i mean having the best odds of the number one pick didn't work for us the one year we had them we ended up with number four but the thing is is with these new lottery odds you guarantee yourself still a top four or five pick even if you get into the top five like if you if you have the number one odds in the pick you can't drop lower than four still i think and if you get into the top two or three it would take a lot for you to move down multiple spots from where you're slotted with your lottery odds so what the kings should have done is not won those five games after the all-star break and they need to stop winning games against teams that they shouldn't be beaten, okay? Like, can somebody please, please tell me why Luka Doncic does not play well against the Kings? What is it about Luka? Like, have you noticed that? Like, why is it that the, yeah. Kings, why is it that the Kings own this guy? It's like, dude, we wanted you. We want, like, fans who wanted you want you to kind of prove a point. Why can't you come to the team? Why, why can't you come play the team that you were passed up by like the team that passed you that, that passed up on you like why can't you make them pay why are you why are you always playing so shitty against the kings the Get team that you actually thought you were gonna get drafted by yes why are you not lighting this up <laughs> he's only ever had like well i mean he's had a, i think he's had a couple of 30 point games and he had like i think he had a 40 point game against us over this year earlier this season but that was a game in which fox had like 40 as well yeah I think Luke had like 46, but I think Fox had like 40 something as well. And I want oh, to say, like, I think that was like his 44 game or something. Yeah. Like that. And I want to say that's, that's the game that I'm pretty sure the Kings won that game. The yeah. Kings have won the season series against the Mavs every year since Luka Doncic has been drafted. <laughs> the fuck is going on? Luka, please. <laughs> please. It's because we have Bagley. Because, man, we, we picked over him. Okay. So you're saying, wait, so you're saying Bagley is Luka's kryptonite? Yeah. It's like how, uh, <laughs> it's like how Lonzo keeps ducking Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So it's like every every person that we were supposed to draft, um, they're co- they're like compatriot, you know. Okay, they're they're opposite. We 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 negate them. So in a way, it's them throwing us a bone. Yeah. Okay. All right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Although, look, Luca's really the only one that's kind of like, oh yeah, we should have picked that guy, uh, Lonzo. Yeah. No. I mean, think about it. It kind of set the Lakers back. Well, it was supposed to the Lakers back like five or six years. Then they signed LeBron. So, um, but hey, we got the better player in that. We got the better player in that situation. So I'm cool with it. It's just we arguably got the best player in like that draft. It's so. just here's the thing, man. Last week, and you're right, by the way, Foxes. I would say Tatum and Fox are one A, one B. Yeah, uh, and then like Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Donovan Mitchell, but Can't volume, vo- volume score volume scorers can be. You know, they're hit or miss for me. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what he is. Although, given the team that he's on, yeah, I guess I suppose it's kind of necessary. But anyways, I digress. Um, a week ago, we found out that Fox is in self uh, health and safety protocols, meaning he either got COVID or somebody around him got COVID, right? So he can't play for 10 to 14 days. The Kings, looking at the schedule when that was announced, had six games, right, during that stretch. Uh, five of them, I would say against playoff teams. One of them, not, uh, Oklahoma city is like 
the one team that's just like, oh, I guess them and Houston are the, are the two teams where you're just like, okay, well, those two teams are tanking for sure. Because <laughs> Oklahoma City just ended a 14-game losing streak last night. Um, I mean, you would think to yourself, hmm, the bare minimum, the Kings should lose five of these games. Because even without Fox, they might still be able to beat Oklahoma City. Uh, so accordingly, the Kings say, no, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to beat a playoff team in the Mavs. And that pissed me off real bad because that same night that the Kings beat the Mavs, Toronto and Chicago, who are right behind the Kings in the lottery odd standings, they also won. So had the Kings lost, they could have opened up a two-game gap on both those teams. But they didn't. And then what happens? And then what happens the night after the Kings beat the Mavs? The Mavs go to San Francisco, beat the shit out of the Warriors. So I, I don't I don't know. Like I, I don't know what it is with teams playing against us. Maybe, maybe the Kings are so bad and, and teams have the perception that this team is so bad that they just they just play down to their competition. I don't know. But these fucking playoff teams need to get it together. I think it's tonight, right? Uh either tonight or it's tomorrow that the Kings play the Jazz. The Kings play the Jazz tonight at home. Here's the thing with the Jazz. They just lost to the Timberwolves. So hopefully they're fired up and hopefully they're going to, hopefully they're going to tell themselves we need to redeem ourselves against another bad team and they take care of business tonight. And then after that, the Kings play the Lakers and then they play the Mavs again. I don't know how I feel about that. And then they play the Thunder. And then I think De'Aaron Fox should be back for uh, next Wednesday's game against the Pacers. And then after that, Generally speaking, it is a, it is a, it is a schedule heavy with playoff teams. We play we play the Grizzlies twice in Memphis. We play the Jazz again. We play the Spurs as well. But we have three games against the Thunder, Zach. Three. We're practically guaranteed to win every single one of those games because the Thunder are an unstoppable tanking machine right now. So my question to you is: When are we going to stop being idiots and stop playing Rashawn Holmes on the second night of back to backs? And start throwing out guys like Kyle Guy to play 40 minutes. And Justin James, when is he going to get more run? Like, when, 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 is, when is it going to be clear to Luke Walton that there's absolutely no way we get to the play-in and that he should just start playing the guys that haven't really played that much this season? And, and, and can we just shut down Fox for the rest of the year? Thoughts on this? Um, yeah, I agree with you. I want to see some more uh, Chemezi, you know. Oh, just who, because... just signed a, who just signed a new contract today, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So shout yeah shout out to Mezzi Metu, um, just because he for some reason gives us like a bunch of highlights out of nowhere, um, you know uh, Mo Harkless I want to see him more uh, get into more fights with people, um, also giving us random highlights for no reason as well. Yeah, uh, dude, he's had like two posters that have just yeah. been nasty since he's yeah one of them were just like they just came out of nowhere. It looked like oh, he was yeah. just going up for like a layer, and then out yeah. of nowhere he just he just throws like a tomahawk on yeah, I yeah. What, what, was. what was that what was that yeah what was that crazy one where he like he went up on the left side but then he went to the front of the rim and then he get like bodied up by somebody and then i think when he got bodied up i think we're all hoping like oh yeah that's gonna be an and one layup but then he just like it looked yeah. like he almost like switched hands in midair from left yeah, to, from his left like to that. right hand and just completely destroyed it dude <laughs> that was nuts yeah he's been, he's been cool for us terrence yeah. davis terrence davis that's yeah terrence davis yeah well. yeah mm-hmm. uh you know Hallie burns out there i guess Ballin. Yeah, just Ballin, doing his by thing, the way, doing his thing. Yeah, uh, you know, all this is fine. Uh, if we're competing and we still lose, like you say all the time, you know. Yep. 
But for some reason, uh, it's either we do this and we just win by a shit ton for no reason. Uh, in the games that we shouldn't be winning, and then the games that we should be winning, uh, it's like the complete opposite. We just fall apart. Um, but yeah, how many how many games do we have? Like, uh, well, there are twenty five and thirty six, so there's eleven games left. Yeah, I was gonna say about ten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Look, going so let's say let's say the Kings win all three games against the Thunder. Although that, that I at this point I'm almost positive that that's, those will not be the only games that they win because this team's so dumb they can't tank correctly. Um, but three and eight would put them at 28 and 44. And that could keep us in roughly the range that we are right now, which is right now. So right now the Kings have the seventh best odds for the number one pick. Um, but dude, from seven to like 11 in the lottery odds, it's like, it's, it's real tight. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we're talking, we're talking whoever ends up getting the seventh pick is going to win it by like this much. It's going to come down to probably the last night with teams resting their players and things like that. Like, like you better hope that the team that's resting their players is still going to field a pretty solid team, a full bunch of players. And, and maybe, maybe if you're a tanking team, you just employ a whole bunch of young players to lose that game because it's going to be very, very fine margins there in that race for the seventh pick. Uh, There was hope for a second that the Kings maybe could jump up to six, even five at some point. But uh, OKC is just, they're doing a killer job of tanking. There's no way the Kings were going to catch them. And the Cavs, and this is what pissed me off about beating the Mavericks the other night, was the Mavs, I mean, I'm sorry, the Cavs were only, I think, a game and a half or two up on the Kings. And had the Kings lost that game against the Mavs, they would have not only opened up a two-game gap on the team's behind them trying to get the seventh pick, they would have been a full game closer to Cleveland and the six picks that would have been in play, but it's not going to happen anymore. Zach, this seems stupid. Um, so 11 games left. Uh, I guess we'll just, I guess I'll just read the, I'll read the schedule off to you. And then you say win or loss. And then we'll, we'll, we'll come up, we'll come up with, we'll come up with, we'll come up with, with this, uh, this predicted, uh, record that we have uh towards the end of this season all right so we'll start with tonight's game this is wednesday we're recording this on wednesday so wednesday night jazz kings at home win or loss i said loss okay yeah me too but maybe we just jinxed it uh everything i say i know it's gonna be complete <laughs> there's no there's no right answer here i'm telling you right yeah now. oh yeah no 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 there's never <clears throat> and when it comes to the kings there are no right answers they can't even figure out the right answers themselves uh kings and lakers friday night uh, I'll say loss for that one. Okay, they do have AD back. Yeah, and I believe LeBron is around the corner from coming back, right? So I just suspect a shit show against. Yeah, the I mean, like it, usual, it's the Lakers. Uh, the Kings at the Mavs on Sunday. They'll probably be a win. It's not good. We for some reason always like no. We don't own the Mavs. Not, we own not the only do we just like beat the Mavs, but I feel like we always just beat the shit out of them. We beat at- the no. We beat the really dog shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we we have no problem winning on the road either. That's the yeah. thing. It's like like not only does Luka Doncic look bad, it's just like dude, the, the Mavs roster is not good. It's not a yeah. good roster. But like you have to think about how how far Luka and Kristaps Porzingis elevate that that roster. It's, it's not a good roster. Okay, so you got okay. So right now we're one and two. Uh, Kings and Thunder. I'll say this one's a loss. Okay. Just based off of uh, probably Lou Dort do some crazy shit <laughs> like that we know he's probably going to do. Yeah, we're Lou Dort stands around here. We, we, yeah. we love Lou Dort. Um, yeah, you know, if the Kings had an actual scouting department, maybe they would have signed him as an undrafted rookie. But at the time, 
some some tall idiot was running the front office. That was gonna that was never gonna happen. Uh, yep. Kings and Pacers. Uh, I'm gonna put that down as a win because I don't think the Pacers are playing too well right now, to be honest. They're not, and the thing is, is is they they need a dub. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're in that playing they're in that playing range right now. Yeah. So, all right. So we're at two and three so far through these last eleven games. Uh, Spurs and Kings next Friday. I don't know because Spurs and Kings always go back and forth. It's either it is weird. I mean, yeah, beat I mean, we, them. We we just saw it last month. Yeah, the Kings yeah. played two consecutive games in San Antonio and beat the dog shit out of them the first night, and then got the dog shit beat out of them the next night. So, <laughs> so that's kind of yeah, that's been a yeah. tough. That's kind of been a tough prediction. And, you know, for the longest time, the Spurs were kind of just like, oh man, we're playing the Spurs. We're gonna yeah. get the we're gonna get we're gonna get the crap kicked out of us. But not anymore. They're a different team. Uh, they are still a playoff team though. So. Yeah, I was gonna say it might be a loss because they, they have a full they have a full strength roster right roster right, yeah, right, right now, right? Yeah, they do. They they got yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. And then and then after that, it's a uh this is interesting. So it's two straight games against the Thunder, but there's a day in between each game. What do you think about I, that? that? I said we split those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So where does that put us? So we're two and four, three. So that's I mean three, three five. and five. <laughs> <laughs> not great um and then uh we got two games consecutively against the grizzlies on the road these are on back-to-back days i say we lose both i i say we do too and and this is not gonna this is not gonna help the narrative that john morant like i mean al hassan that yeah. cuck, that idiot that idiot i mean i say we lose both but fox returns and, and he just, just and just and just destroys Ja. Like, yeah, just like Fox, yeah. Fox does the thing where he drops 50 and the Kings still lose in both. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, he just yeah. he makes like, like how he did like when when uh what was it when we play like uh what's the Pels? Oh like last oh, season yeah, where we dropped yeah. like 44 and well, then we just like no, JJ Reddick like get an open layup and win. Yeah, and then this year too, he's he still owns yeah. the Pels, although there yeah, was one of those too. games that we actually won. Um, yeah. but yeah. Um okay, so we're losing both those games. That puts us as that puts us as three and seven through those last those, through those 10 games so far. The last mm-hmm. game, the 11th game, it's uh, the Jazz playing us on the very last, on the final night of the season. Uh, we're at home for this one. We're probably not. The Jazz probably yeah. not going to put, they're not going to put Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and yeah. Or they're not going to play him significant minutes, if anything. Right. No, yeah, they're, they're, they're probably not going to play those guys at all. I mean, Mitchell, and Mitchell's not even playing right now. Oh, yeah. shit. Mitchell's not playing. Tonight. Oh yeah, he's out for. He's out tonight. Yeah, he's. Oh man, we didn't because... we didn't take that into account. No, they'll still probably win for some reason. Okay, well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Joe Ingles just lights us up. Um, yeah. so that puts us at okay. So your our final tally here, based on those predictions, is four and seven. That would put the Kings at twenty nine and forty three, which is very classic Kings. Yep. Like the Kings always manage to find. They always manage to win anywhere anywhere between twenty seven and like. 33 33 games 33 just sounds like the most we will just peek at yeah nothing more nothing less there was that weird year where the kings won 39 games remember that yep uh but that's obviously an outlier a complete anomaly so i mean 29 and 43 i mean that's gonna be tough sack i I, and when i go to tankathon right now I mean, it would take too much time to look at the other team's schedules, but when I go to Tankathon right now, it's like the Kings are 25 and 36. The two teams directly behind them are 26 and 30. Oh, I'm sorry. The the Raptors are 26 and 36. They're a half game behind the Kings. 
the Bulls, whose pick actually belongs to Orlando because of the Vucevic trade, uh, they're 26 and 35. They're one whole game behind the Kings. I mean, if the Kings win four games, that's such a tight race right there. I just don't, I just can't imagine if the Kings win that many games, especially with like, dude, have you seen what Toronto's doing? They're just refusing to play their players. They're just like, they're not like Kyle Lowry's not playing. Uh, Pascal Siakam's not playing. They got fined. They literally got fined for not truthfully talking, you know, telling the league about their injuries. Like, I mean, I wish that's something the Kings would do. I mean, they just had it happen without the choice being made for them at all with De'Aaron Fox getting sick. Why not just rest for Sean Holmes on a second night of a back-to-back and not play Harrison Barnes very much and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, well, the Kings don't think that far, I guess, down the, down the road. But I'm thinking, and I mean, even, okay, so even after Chicago, Washington's not that far behind us. They're only two games behind us. New Orleans only two games behind us. It's going to be tight, Zach. Uh, if I had to guess, the Kings are going to screw this up and they are going to probably end up with like the 10th pick. Probably. And, yeah, sounds right. And and right now, if you're slotted seventh where the Kings are, your chance of getting into the top four based on the lottery odds, 32%. So you have a one-third chance of getting into the top four. If you drop down to eight, that goes to 26%. If you drop down to nine, that goes to 20%. If you drop down to 10, it's roughly 12%. So based on math, now I was never a mathematician, Zach, I don't know about you, but based on those percentages, wouldn't you want to stay in the slot that gives you the higher percentage to get to the top four? Well, um, if it does, you know, get to the point where we end up like a late lottery team, whatever, um, we're probably going to end up trying to get back to where, you know, we could have been. In, in the high, you know, top five, maybe top seven. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is we're probably going to trade up, give up more than we, we need than when we could have had. Uh, and then get a good player, but our, our roster is still going to be just completely thin, uh, you know. But that also does give time for, you know, Chemezi to shine. Terrence Davis. Yep. Damian Jones. Damian yep, Jones. Dude. <laughs> who, just, who we just signed. Yeah. Um, and then, and then boom, the 2046 is going to be our year. Oh, dude, people have no idea in 2046 when I am we'll finally, when, when, when the Kings finally make the, the playoffs as an eight, when, when we're in our forties and fifties respectively. Yeah. Yeah. Man, people yo, when we, when we make the playoffs 2046, I'm going to be so insufferable on Twitter or whatever social media platform people will be using by then. Like it's going to be crazy. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and, and real quick, by the way, as, as as a little sidebar before before we before we put a put a bow on this segment, I was talking about this in the chat the other day. Do you think the Kings signed Damian Jones to psychologically torture Marvin Bagley because Damian Jones was the guy who hurt him to begin with his rookie year, and 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 injured him for those twenty games or whatever it was? Uh, do you think Monty McNair was just like, I need to, I need to, I need to motivate this kid into being worth the eleven million dollars that I'm paying him next season? Should we bring in the guy who hurt him and kind of derailed his career to get him back on track? Thoughts on this, Zach? Um, you know, that could be the case. Uh, some, uh, some, uh, you know, mind games we got going on here. Yeah. He probably, he probably, all right, Damien, what you're going to do is you're going to first, you're going to show up to the first day of just, you know, open gym. You're just going to stare at Marvin the whole, the whole practice. And then boom. And then, and then, and then you know, since then, Marvin last night he put he put out a picture of him with he he has his little you know dreads now mm-hmm. little braids yep um 
So braided, braided Bagley could yeah, be braided Bagley, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this could be a, like a turning point, you know, just, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. You know, word to Donald Trump. You just wait. You just wait. Yeah. It'll get colder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very interesting pickup. Uh, I, I obviously it makes sense from like a roster standpoint. We needed more bigs, but it's just like, dude, this is a guy that just like the guy that you're still pinning your hopes on a little bit and hoping that he pans out. Like this is the guy that totally just heard him like almost on purpose <laughs> his rookie year. You bring him in. And honestly, dude, Damian Jones and Chemezi Metu both have more, uh, more. They have like a, they have a wider range of offensive skills than Bagley. I guess I'll put it that way. They're very, very offensively, uh, polished or they're more polished offensively than Marvin is, which is kind of concerning because those guys were not high draft picks. As a matter of fact, they both might've been undrafted, right? Who knows? Um, but both pretty, you know, both fairly young, very cheap. They'll be in training camp next year, at least interesting moves by Monty McNair. Once again, Monty getting value. So shout out to Monty. Um, all right. That was kind of depressing and also kind of infuriating. So let's just wrap this up before it gets too sad. Zach, uh, shout outs this week. Um, shout out Lionel Messi. Uh, this past Friday, no, past Saturday, was a couple Del Rey final between Barcelona and Atletico de Bilbao. Barcelona went on to win their first trophy of the season uh, in, in, a, in a season where it's just been, yeah, I don't know, just all shits and giggles, to be honest. No one expected us to win anything. We already got one piece of silverware in there, possibly two for the end of the season. We're still fighting for the Liga table. Uh, we have a game tomorrow. But Lionel Messi is going to show that at 33 years old, he's still the best player on in, on the planet uh, with his eyes closed. Um, you know, I'm not going to talk about his future because I don't want to. Uh, but, yeah, just shout out him. Two goals and an assist, I believe. No, maybe just two goals. Uh, yeah. Just doing, just doing, just doing what the goat wants. Just you know, just chill. Another day in the office. Shout out him. Anyone uh, else? Shout out sh- uh, a, a no. Since this is going to be tomorrow, shout out my doctor, Doctor Wu, for once again <laughs> repairing my eye. So that means keratoconus in both eyes will be, uh, you know, slowed down for the foreseeable future. For however long you know the process is going to keep going. Uh, yeah, so shout out Dr. Kevin Wu. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Ooh. Oh, shout, no, no, oh, actually, shout, shout out Disney Plus and Marvel because oh, they just finished, God. they just finished Black, uh, what, what I was about to say, Black Panther for some reason, uh, Falcon <laughs> or, and the Winter or, Soldier or, or Black Falcon. That, yeah, you know what? They mentioned that name, and yeah, show yeah, they as did. a joke, yeah. Uh, Harrison Barnes, he should sue them because he's, he, yeah, of course, is essentially the original. Yeah. Yeah, Falcon. Uh, But yeah, I remember that episode. That's right. Yeah, he's like, "You're the Black Falcon." He's like, "Why is it because I'm black?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, I shall call you Black Boy." Yeah, yeah, that's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, that shows that shows fantastic. Honestly, that show that show was just freaking phenomenal, man. So I mean, like two two limited series so far from Disney Plus based on Marvel characters killed amazing. Yeah, both of them. And then we got Loki coming out in like a month. Loki's coming out in, in a month, in a, like a month's time, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just shout out Disney Plus and Marvel for doing that thing. Yeah, man. Big shout out to them. Um, 
yeah I, I guess i guess i guess i'll piggyback off of that shout out shout out to just falcon and the winter soldier although technically now it's captain america captain america yep. dude that fucking suit yeah give me chills clean dude. so he, clean what what uh he looked he looked like someone um it was like another suit it, okay that's what it was i was watching with a friend um because you know on disney plus you can uh yeah, you can do someone like else parties yeah 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 so we went we did a watch party um and i mentioned how it reminded me in endgame of like their time travel suits oh but yeah they just, they yeah, just yeah. added like blue on it because yeah you know, Captain yeah. America. And if you look at the if you look at the comics when because this is canon, because yeah, because yeah. Falcon does become uh Captain America in the comics. Uh his suit looks very like it, it's it's really true to the comics. It looks yeah, it looks a lot like the comic book version of it. Um it's clean, man. It, it's so clean, and it's made out of fucking vibranium, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, nobody's gonna fuck around. There's that guy. scene where like the helicopter's coming down. He just he just he just shielded up with like his wings yeah, and was, the shield, that dude. Was fucking sick. And then like yeah, was, yeah, and then the helicopter just bounces off and everybody's yeah, just, just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah. Now in that moment, if I were one of those people, I'd be like, hell no, I'm not clapping for him. Like, good job. I'm getting the hell out of here. You see that yeah. helicopter almost just killed all of us. Um, yeah, dude, that 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 show's fucking clean. <laughs> like that show is that show is so good. Uh yeah. So if you haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, and I guess well, I mean, I would I wouldn't say it's a spoiler. Yeah, what we just said because I mean, if you if you follow it closely at all, then you know that that was that was always going to be the case. Yeah, um, the the series just needed a main conflict, and the main conflict was Sam gives up his shield when he shouldn't have, and then he basically is is taking a roundabout way of getting it back. Um, cool stuff too with like U.S. agent how 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 Walker's still going to be around, and he's going to be U.S. agent who also is canon. He's he's a character in the Marvel universe. Um, julia louis dreyfus yeah i mean what more do we need to say she's like one of the greatest comedic actresses of this generation maybe ever um she of course is elaine from seinfeld for those of you who watched uh she's i mean she's one of the goats period like she has enough primetime emmy awards for like 17 lifetimes and she somehow ends up in the mcu so dope. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering what that will set up. I read something about how they actually intended for her to make her debut in Black Widow first. But obviously that movie's been pushed back. Yeah. Um, That's the so, summer, yeah? Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's July. I want to say it's like July 9th or something like that. Um, yeah, like, uh, dude, what a, what a dope show. What a dope show. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Disney Plus. Shout out to Marvel for that. That was an amazing miniseries uh okay my shout outs um i'll I'll plug something um zach we've been there we've been to this place before but they've since rebranded oh bento you ever driven by there probably like almost every day oh yeah really oh wait you wait what do you go down fair oaks for uh i either hit uh it's probably either i'm coming home from getting food or something like that. I and mean, I just take Fair Oaks. So I can just turn down north. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, so I see it right So it's there. right there. So on Fair Oaks and yeah. north. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there's this place called Obento. It used to be called Wave Fish and Chips. Yep. Um, it's under new ownership. But I went in there the other night for the first time in probably a couple of years. Like I, I didn't even go in there once they originally rebranded to Obento. Um, new ownership has taken over. And honestly, dude, good stuff. And reasonably, reasonably priced um and they're open kind of late they're open until 11 on weekdays and midnight on weekends so it's a cool little later night spot for us carmichael people here in the 08 
Um, I would, I would, I would give them a, I would give them a look. If, if you're in the area, check out Obento. Uh, if you, if you use Yelp to check in, you get 20% off your, uh, your first order there. Um, you did not hear that from me. I don't want that place to be losing money, but for the purposes of you going out there and checking that place out, um, I would check it on Yelp and get the 20% off. And honestly, dude, really good food, really good food. They got vegetarian options. They of course have like their fish and chips, which is what, uh, the original, um, restaurant was based on. And they've got like, you know, nice, lighter and healthier alternatives to, uh, to what you're used to as far as like burgers go. And they also have boba, Zach. Uh, I've seen fair, that. I've seen that yeah, on their ads. Fairly, fairly, fairly basic boba options. I haven't tried any yet, but uh, they do nonetheless have boba. So uh, check them out. Give them a look. Shout out to Obento. I don't know the owner's name. Uh, I should probably find out what it is so I could actually shout him out, but maybe we'll get to that in the next podcast. So uh, yeah, everybody check out Obento on Fair Oaks and North. All right. That'll do it. Zach, it's good being back. Uh, good luck with your surgery. Hopefully it goes as well as it did the first time around. And hopefully when you get out, you will now have uh, heat. What two. was it? What, 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 yeah. Two, two heat signature reading eyes. Right. And yeah. Like, once, like once this uh, operation's over, I'll be officially classified as a U.S. weapon. Yes. You will be a weapon of mass destruction. 100%. Yeah. Yes. As soon as you get your, uh, your, oh, that's what it's called. Your thermal. Yeah. My thermal, thermal reading eyes. Yeah. 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 It's going to be fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll definitely use them for good. Don't worry. I'm not so sure, man. I'm not so sure. Power, power will change people. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Uh, I guess at this point, it just, we're going on a week by week basis. It just depends on what we're up to. And uh, hopefully Zach's still alive. It still has both of his eyes by the time uh, we, we record our next podcast, but thanks for tuning in guys. And um, just, I'm telling you right now, when you listen, as you're listening to this, uh, just be ready, okay? Because I might not be in that great of a mood next week, uh, depending on what happens in the <laughs> NFL draft. We'll see. And keep an eye out for that video if it ends up happening. All right, guys, take care. Be safe. And we will see you next time.